girls, welcome back to another jam-packed, and can I just say this is going to be one of those fucking episodes, this is like, we are living in historic times now my friend, and when I say my friend I refer to producer of the show, the Robin to my Batman, it's Mr Nice Guy Johnny. Good evening everyone. Johnny, fuck me, what a week we've had. Yes, it's finally happening. It's here. It's on us. The, this is it. The next generation is upon us. The next generation could not have gone off with more of a fucking damp squib. <laughs> <laughs> this, we're going to get into the fucking pre-order wars. We're going to get into the pre-order wars. Because obviously that's dictating. That is predominantly 99% of the show this week is all these pre-orders. But first things first. I need a drink because I'm clamming for this. What are you drinking? Oh, sorry, that's a completely different podcast altogether. Completely different podcast, but uh, just a just a cheeky kind of Brooklyn, mate, just to take the edge off. Ah, nice. I've been, I've been like a bloody race car in the red, Johnny, like a race car in the red. I have, uh, but obviously we'll get into we'll get into all that. We're going to start this week's show the same way we start every week's show, Johnny. What are you playing? Ooh, I've been playing uh, Avengers because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even though. It's Pits of it pissed me off. It's still a blast to play. Really fun. is, really is. I mean, did you um, have you played it post patch? I haven't played it post patch. Post one thousand issue fix patch. <laughs> Ten gig patch. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, I never had an issue. I never had an issue in the past, like because I, uh, I, I think the gameplay is really fun. I love the combat. I love the universe it's set in, and because of that, I forgive a lot. I did. I forgave a lot. I wasn't heavily invested in Avengers like a lot of people were. I was dropping in and out. I was focusing mainly on the campaign. I didn't care about the post-game grind. I just wanted the campaign dropping in and out. I know a lot of people went all in on it. Really wanted to level up. Really wanted to hit that max power level for like the ultimate post-game grind. Uh, and, and rightly so. A lot of those people are pissed. Rightly so. And then when you say this patch come out, 10 gig patch with over a thousand fixes, you've got every right to question what the fucking hell did this game, how did this game get released in the first place? If you fixed over a thousand issues with the first patch two weeks in. Well, they they had the September slot. Everything else moved from it and they had to take the opportunity. If they released it later on, like let's say they released it this week. Yeah. Right. They would have been like squashed out because of um, next gen pre order stuff. Yeah. Then in October, you've got um, killers, 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 killers. And they killers through to November and through to next year. Like so that's where the mur- that's where the murderers live. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you are a ge- if you are a game dev, you do not want to put your game out, or a publisher, you do not want to put your game out. It doesn't matter how confident you are. It doesn't matter if you've got the Marvel license. You do not want to put your game out in a fucking arena full of absolute killers proven proven killers cyberpunk yeah. is the only unproven one at this point but still the publishing house behind it the developer behind it is killed more than its fair share so like you absolutely don't want to push so i i, I sort of see why the why they went when they did and took the really heavy patch route I, have, I haven't played it since Patch. Like I must admit, I haven't played it since Patch. It's interesting what you said, though, right? Because if you judge it on being, uh, I'm going to get into this and grind, 
mm-hmm. I can see where the pissed off nature comes from it. Yeah. But either unintentionally, but the way I've been playing it is dropping in and out. Yeah. Because the missions aren't that long. And the, I'm guessing some of the post things game stuff is going to be the same kind of thing. It's just the same so actually, five missions in, in different areas, really, from like what I gather. Dropping, it's, it's an easy game to drop in and out. Drop in, Hulk smash, go home. Hmm. And it's actually really satisfying to yeah. play it that way. Yeah. Actually, more satisfying than I gave it credit for, to be honest. So, yeah. Playing it one way, like how it, it was probably never meant to be played that way, but it works for me. Well, that's what it is. It's the same way I played Ghost of Tsushima. Drop in and out, granted. One time I dropped out and never dropped back in again since, but like, I was <laughs> dropping in and out. I won't have to drop back into that because that multiplayer looks fucking sick, by the way. Dropped in, took a photo. Dropped, <laughs> dropped in, out. took a million photos, dropped out. One of them is actually still the background on my phone. It was that beautiful a shot at the background on my phone. So you've been playing Avengers, what else? Have you got uh, any, any thoughts? Any thoughts on Avengers? Uh, well, uh, again, just that, just having the different, uh, as the as one of my German colleagues would say, um, ah, this is a completely different panorama. <laughs> when you, when nice. you look at it in a completely different way. Nice. But, uh, just dropping in and out and playing it that way, it might actually have a bit more longevity to it. Yeah, it's got, it's got, sense. it's on sturdier legs. Yeah. Yeah, I get like, you. You can't you you can't ignore the fact that I needed so many bugs fixing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know where were the if there were that many bugs? You know what I mean? You're almost playing a lottery every time you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Jumping out. But nope, I haven't played again. I've still got the campaign to finish, but I feel I'm you know, for lack of a pun, at the end game. Oh shit! Oh, hyperbole oh, off that shit. Hyperbole off that shit. I'm not going to drop the hyperbole off yet. Like it's too early to drop a hyperbole off. We, do, we we might need a pun jingle though. We'll work we'll work on a pun jingle. Been playing anything um, else this week, Johnny? Well, we had a bit of fun on and Tony Hawk's multiplayer. You and we I. did, we did streamed it. Actually, it was part of the. Uh, it was part of what night did we stream that? Uh, Sunday. So Sunday. was it part of this. It was the Sunday night stream, wasn't it, Tony Hawk? Right. I enjoyed um, that. That that was fun. That was fun. Um. Mm. I mean, my eyes are even opened even further about how either how shit I am at this game or how good some other people are. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, I get that. Having um, subjected myself to around two hours of Tony Hawk online, uh, I, 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 I was of the vein of like muscle memory will kick in here. I played that much Tony Hawk as a boy, muscle memory will absolutely kick in. And straight away, as soon as I started the game, but by the first time I played it was an online game. Uh, straight away, held X to build up that speed and do the ollie, triangle for the grind. Things came back really fucking quick, but just not enough came back. And then as I continually found myself at the bottom of the leaderboard, or like uh, there was a, a score challenge, and we were on the map with Area 51 in it. So you can go through the doors at the back into like a, essentially like a ball. So you can hit the half pipe moves. Me and this guy went into there at the same time. And like four seconds later, he'd hit 190,000 points. And I'd got 7,000. And it was that, at that point where I was like, something's gone wrong here. I have, <laughs> I have not got a good understanding of what I'm doing. Whereas this guy, 
It's like you said, you were essentially the fucking Yoda to my Luke Skywalker, is how I see it. But you were, uh, you were like, right, this does that. This is, this is kick moves. This is flip moves. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you've got to string them together using reverts and all this shit. And I was like, fuck, I do not remember this from my time with Tony Hawk at all. But there's some fuckers out there stringing like 190,000 combos together. Exactly. Getting like over a million points. In, in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Terrifying. Like, what What is going on? Terrifying. But really fucking, I have really enjoyed that. Like The soundtrack was still absolute fucking fire. Uh, the graphics looked sweet. What a what a fucking superb remake that is, man! Absolutely and that's superb. Another, that's another one that I'll that jump and dive in and out of. Yeah, yeah, perfect little pick up play. It's like when you've got what I like to call the funk. You know, when you've got yeah, so I, many I, games that you should be playing, but all you can think of is the games that aren't yet here, and you've got that <laughs> funk. You're like, I don't know what I want to play. Like, what I want to play isn't out for another two months so you play on something for five ten minutes going nah this is not it nah. <laughs> this isn't it but yeah like when you get the funk tony hawk's one of them games that you can just drop in and just fuck about on it perfect perfect exactly. fuck about. So the only thing i would say with its online stuff you've either got he's the kicker like there was two modes there was jams which is what we were playing mm-hmm. and then comp competitive where you kind of go against someone else who's even better than who we were playing against yeah and yeah I'm like I, I, I my self-esteem just could not survive nah. an onslaught nah. like that it wouldn't be fair to the the people i was playing with like because i would perform that poorly it wouldn't be fair to everybody else in the lobby i would be bringing so, them down I'm, I'm amazed that there isn't just a free skate with your mates and uh they're missing a trick there like that would have been really nice just to chill out uh, essentially just you and your mates just fucking about in a skate park exactly like they've, yeah. they've totally missed a trick there that would have been a fucking superb addition just me and you just fucking that soundtrack on reliving the youth no pressure just fucking oh have you seen this if you can do this or try and get the longest yeah, just, like that kind of just 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 discovering stuff yeah yeah I I, I they've missed a trick still a great game like thoroughly oh, enjoyed that and that that's what I've been playing. Hmm. Well, this week I've been playing WWE Battlegrounds. WWE Battlegrounds paid for this segment. <laughs> no, they, they didn't. They never have. Uh, nor would I want them to. Battlegrounds, Johnny. Right, oh, this is yeah. a fucking weird one. I apologise also. I needed to get this out at the beginning of the episode if, if I'm a little echoey. Uh, I've had to dismantle the studio again for decorating purposes, so not a lot of soft furnishings in this room at the minute. Green screen's not up, so I've I've got a bit of echo. I, I'm aware of that. Um, Battlegrounds, WWE Battlegrounds. What I like about this game, I adore the aesthetic of this game. I love the way this game looks. Right, it's somewhere between. The arcade game that I needed, which was the the wrestling arcade game I needed, which was essentially WCW versus NWO Revenge slash No Mercy, that era. I needed that era of arcade game, and I needed it to look modern, but not like 
a sim, not like a wrestling mm. sim. So I needed it to have a little bit of a toned down All Stars vibe, and Battlegrounds absolutely nails it. All of the sprites are very easily identifiable, apart from the Miz for some reason. He looks more like CM Punk than he does the Miz, but whatever. Uh, everybody else just looks superb. Um, love the way it looks. Uh, that's pretty much where it ends. <laughs> uh, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> uh, I, although I do love, normally when I get the 2K wrestling games, which I didn't get 2K20, it was the first wrestling game in over a decade I didn't buy. Um, the, the, uh, when that comes out, I'd normally go straight into the store and buy the Accelerator and the Season Pass, so I unlock all the full roster immediately. And I've got all other wrestlers coming in immediately. I don't have to fuck about. I'm, I'm an adult now, Johnny. I don't have, I don't have the luxury of time. So any time I do get, I, I like to enjoy the game. I don't want to grind or not get the most out of a game, particularly a game like this where it's a little arcade brawler. There was no accelerator, so you unlock all the characters through in-game currency. You can buy currency. There is microtransactions. Oh. You can buy in-game currency. Or you just play the game and you accrue in-game cash to then unlock. When you go into the unlocks, and I fucking loved this, by the way. When you go into the unlocks, all of the sprites are there in uh, like wrestling figure packaging. But they're, like, oh, cool. they're moving around inside the packaging, like brain on the fucking plastic to get out. And you buy them to like free them from their packaging prison, if you like. And the fucking, we've gone over this. The roster's huge. The roster's huge. The roster's one huge, two impressive. There's some, like, everybody you could possibly want on there. And then some you don't. Like, Lindsay Dorado made it onto there. You know what I mean? Like, whether, who, who's, who's, who's <laughs> screaming for Lindsay Dorado in an arcade game? He's, I believe he's one of the Lucha House Party, or he was on 205 Live or something. Um, but. Other than that, right, I think the problem that I've got with Battlegrounds is that I still have the mindset that this is a WWE 2K wrestling game, and it, it, it absolutely isn't. And if you try and play it like a wrestling game, like one of the many wrestling games, 2K, fucking 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, if you try and play it like one of them, you will find yourself struggling like I did for the first hour. After that, what this game essentially is, is a WWE Smash Brothers game. Oh, wow. Uh, there's a button for punches. There's a button for kicks. You can mix them up into punch and kick combos. And then there's, depending on all the wrestlers fit into like five categories, like a, a heavyweight or a high flyer or all-rounder, um ring general or something it's called a sure stop that you've got all these different you've got essentially got different classes and each class has the same move uh map if you like but it might do a different throw on each one so it's trying to remember right what class have i picked which throws does he have and then it's like your right stick your directional right stick i'll grab them and put them in a throw but then you can modify it with left trigger, or you can modify it with right trigger. But depending on who the fuck you are, depends on what modifiers are active. So if you're dipping in and out, and you've got this mindset of a 2K game, 
you're like, well, what the fucking hell am I doing here? I'm not doing a single move. And then it's just... I sounds, wa- com- sounds complicated for what is a Smash Bros. Yes. Game. Yes. <laughs> I want to love this game because of the way it looks. Uh, I don't get the, the... What I really don't get is every wrestler starts the ring walk in a wooden crate and then the burst out of a wooden crate... That is, and there's like a ten, a ten second clip of them doing something characterish, like Bray Wyatt, like the fiend holding his head, or Shawn Michaels doing the sideward lunge, sort of like biceps pose, like that. The, there's a little bit of that in there, but it's very brief. It's like fifteen seconds tops, and they all start bursting out of a box, and I don't understand that. I mean, even like fucking No Mercy and. Uh, Revenge not had them at least walking out. You know what I mean? It's weird because that's the superstar brand, isn't it? You'd think yeah. you wouldn't mess with it too much. Yeah. But overall, uh, I must have played it for four-ish hours, got up to about level, somewhere around level 12, I think. Uh, like with XP leveled up to level 12. Played online quite a bit. Uh, there is some nice online modes for when I did finally sort of get in the swing of it a little and I was starting uh, it was starting to become like a more of a natural feel there's a mode where it's sort of like uh, winner stays on and it's like it's almost like a, a never ending Royal Rumble so you join and it drops you into a Royal Rumble you can only have four people in the ring at once but you can get three people around the ring or well, that's the most I've seen so if you drop in and there's no space in the ring, you drop outside the ring and then you're just waiting. And then when somebody gets eliminated over the top rope, you go in. And then it's literally just last as long as you possibly can. And when you eliminate somebody, somebody new comes in. And it's just like a never-ending Royal Rumble. And that was a really nice mode. To be fair, you, you're trying to like, right, I'm going to beat me time. I got it like three and a half minutes. And I was like, that seems like a shitty time. But in that time, because it's very arcadey, and all these over-the-top fucking moves and that, it was a hectic three and a half minutes. So it was like, I felt good that. Uh, and then just trying to beat, right, I'll beat that time. Right, I'll beat me number of eliminations. Uh, I'll, I'll try and finishes and that. That's another thing I don't get as well. On the control scheme, you finish her, you work up like very similar to a WWE games of old. You work up your heat. And when you heat at max, you gain the ability to do a signature or a finisher. But I don't get the distinction between the two. Like, I was HBK and I went to switch. Uh, I went to switch in music somebody, so I pulled the two triggers, uh, and he hit them with just a backdrop, and it was like Shawn Michaels backdrop. Oh my god! I was like, well, I clearly went for the switch in music, but there doesn't appear to be any sort of situational awareness. There's not. Uh, the tutorial is lacking big time. Uh, there's no. Like in the the sort of WWE sim games where you go in and you can be like, right, what's his finisher? How do I do his finisher? You could go in to create a wrestler, go into the actual wrestler's move list and say, all right, he does this move and I need to be on floor at head. I need to be uh, standing dazed, like that kind of shit. There's none of that. So where I'm trying to whip fucking an RKO out and I end up hitting a T-bone suplex, I'm like, well, what's the, what's the fucking crack here? I don't know if it's... You've got to hold it for a finisher and just tap it for a signature. I don't know. But anyway, I've, I've, I've put a few hours into that. Um, I will go back. It seems to be a nice little drop-in, drop-out, but 
it's just not it just it's missed the mark I think that's what it comes down to it's missed the mark it could have been something fucking special it's really odd isn't it because arguably they could have just done a carbon copy of all stars and it would have won hands down they could have they could have all all stars updated roster with looking a little little bit shinier here's what they should have done if they want to simplify it right have your punches on x have your kicks on y i'm playing it on the one x by the way punches on x kicks on y irish whip on b that's all good a does uh, a throw and then your right stick and your l2 and r2 modifiers do a throw what they should have done here was just right stick does a throw and you have four different throws and you get your fifth throw on A and A also doubles up as like an action move so pick them off the mat or engage in a submission if you hold it and then that would have probably been better because you would have had there would have been less confusion and it would have been an easy it would have been a far lower barrier of access like alright and what what's the controls? That's run, punch, kick, whip, throw, and then I've got four moves on the right stick. Yeah, but that's the essence of an arcade game. That's that's exactly game. it. That's an arcade game. Any, yeah, you didn't have any like if you think about it being as an, in an arcade, you haven't got an Xbox controller. In front no, of no. You get what you get four moves per character. If you want, stick a modifier on it, hold L two, and then do all four directions. Don't don't chop and change it up so like it makes it harder for the player to move from a, f- a fucking heavyweight to a high flyer because then you go try to do a move because you're like oh well I know if I hold this and push right stick right I do a move and then have them do nothing and you're just getting your fucking ass handed here and you're like what's go- what what's going wrong here? It's just I don't know it it's just missed the mark a bit for a game that looks as good as it does. It's missed the mark. It could have the control scheme could have been more arcadey, which I feel would have benefited the game in the long run. Yeah, and here's the thing, right? WWE has a lot of um, personalities who game a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you'd think they would have tapped because the way the way they those guys play, they would know how a game would play if it was an arcade. Yeah. And you'd think the collective opinion would be you'd end up with a control system that was accessible. I mean, just go the actual copy route. Go fucking no mercy controls. Hold A, tap A to do a light grapple, and then you've got four direction buttons. Hold A to do a heavy grapple, and you've got four direction buttons. Easy. Easy. They've they've overcomplicated it. And I don't, for the life of us, know why, because it could have been fucking, it could have been a lot better. Because what you find is, playing online, if you go up against somebody who's you're not bothered that there's a control scheme there and they're just button mashes, what you find is you end up fighting somebody who just hits you with a barrage of punches, constant yeah. punches, and they press A all the time, and you get suplex after suplex after suplex, and no variety, and it just gets fucking shitty. But, aye. So I played, played Battlegrounds. Um, Tony Hawk, obviously, we've covered that. Uh back on Valorant for a bit I'm, I'm really enjoying Valorant at the minute uh, which is unusual because uh, like I said I thought I would have dropped off but really enjoying that I, again that's another drop in drop out up until I today mean, when I dropped in and selected the wrong game mode and ended up playing for fucking half an hour in one game 
Yeah, let, let's let's the listeners understand that he was uh, half an hour late to his own pub, uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Valorant's fault. That's Valorant's <laughs> fault. All right, we're going to blame Valorant for this. Normally, I'd blame you. You've got I've got another scapegoat this time. Valorant, you are you are the scapegoat. And I'm really enjoying that as well. Uh, I feel like I've played something else, Johnny. I feel like there's been something. Oh, I bought, I bought, but have not yet played. Um, Mario 3D All Stars, which is oh, yeah. Mario 64, yeah. Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy One, in one package. Haven't yet played it. I did buy it because I'm I'm very aware that Nintendo said this was a limited physical and digital release, so it's going yeah, to be it's... out and then it's going to go. It's just going to vanish. It's not going to be a game that's going to constantly be on sale. So I've I've in, I, it was more of an investment. Um. No, no, I'll never get a chance to get this again. From what I gather, it's a lazy uh, collection. They haven't really done anything to it, uh, especially as we live, as we said last week when we were talking about Prince of Persia, uh, we live in a world where remakes uh, are, are absolutely fucking stellar. The game of the year contenders. That's the world we're living in now when we talk about remakes. And this is just a very lazy do enough to get them to run on the Switch and package it and ship it out like no love no real love for it at all uh, but there's also rumours swirling already that next year we'll get the same kind of collection but for Zelda which would be interesting so yeah uh, I did want to try Spelunky 2 but again fucking adult and got in the way uh, ended up fucking decorating most of most of my life now consists of decorating Johnny I'm not mad because the fucking Franchin, the Franchin's looking fucking sweet. I can't take credit for that. That's somebody else's work, that Franchin. But it's looking fucking sweet. So hopefully the decorating will be done soon and we'll get back on to a a steady, consistent stream schedule, which I'm missing. Haven't played any Warzone at all this week, so God knows how bad I'm going to be when we go back on there. I'm scared if we we go back on. And we'll be back on soon because fucking Black Ops is... Right round that corner, with that new uh, new war zone in there. Oh shit, son! Um, right, I think that about concludes. What are you playing? So we should probably, in earnest, move straight into the fucking choice cuts this week. Holy, yeah, f- into shit. holy fucking shit! We've got a lot to unpack here. So. Let's not stand on ceremony, Johnny. Two consoles. How many pre-orders have you managed to uh, successfully complete? Well, I made an active choice to avoid the PS5 at launch. Okay. Okay. What's the reasoning behind that? Um, I just it was basically you know from what we've discussed over the many weeks leading up to this. Yeah, yeah. You know. Who's had the, the who's been on best form? Who's had the best? Who's been on point with the messaging? Things like that. And despite some heavy you know, fallbacks from Xbox point of view, I mean Halo Infinite being one of them. Yeah. Or the one, to be honest. Yeah. I, I just felt I I realised I'd made my decision that ultimately there's two games I'm going to be playing at the end of this year, and that's uh, Valhalla and Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And I think 
even in my mind's eye, I decided I was going to buy it on the Xbox One anyway because yeah. you would, you would. The so, it's the the better console. Yeah. So that's I'd already kind of decided in my head that I was buying Cyberpunk on the Xbox, and then it just it that made the decision. So in at present, I am sitting on the Xbox Series X pre-order, and nice. not PlayStation Five. Nice. Yet. Yeah. I think I will jump on that bandwagon when God of War rears its head. God of War 2 in 2021. Yep. Uh, old franchise here. Cue the fucking Hollywood Hulk Hogan music because this motherfucker went in and got both. For life. I managed to secure my pre-orders for both. Um, here's the one thing I don't understand. Uh, and I don't know if I said this last week. I've said this in discussion when I've been talking to other gamers, uh, like in person. But I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast last week. I got both of my consoles through Amazon. Uh, and the the main reason behind that was there was always going to be a huge amount of traffic in a very small space of time when these pre-order windows opened. Yep. Now, Amazon is the internet. <laughs> so, exactly, no. Exactly. If there's going to be anybody who can handle that level of traffic without falling over, without putting your pre order at risk, without you getting all the way to the checkout and then having to start all over again only to lose out, it was always going to be Amazon. So, that was the choice. Amazon is the safest bet in a very high traffic situation. Uh, Correct. I was. My theory was proven correct. Um, I mean, we'll get into the fucking fiasco of the PlayStation 5 pre-orders, but today we're recording this on Xbox Series S and X pre-order uh, launch. And this morning in the UK, both Smith's Toy Store online went down because it couldn't handle the traffic. And Game... Now, Game is a website which the name should say it all, specialises in selling games. And it couldn't handle the traffic of all the people trying to buy consoles, and game went down as well. Uh, that It's just fucking... I mean, in 2020, that seems unacceptable to me. Like That seems it, it like is. a massive <laughs> oversight. They must have known, they surely must have known that the traffic was going to be fucking through the roof. Yeah. And I'm sure they have released it, released it in blocks. As it comes on to try and do that, I'm pretty sure that's what Amazon did anyway, because mm-hmm. it was suddenly you no. Know, so I, I myself had three websites open this morning. Yeah, I've got the, um, I've got the picture messages. <laughs> so I, I logged on to Game, I logged on to Curry's, and I logged on to Amazon. Um, and I was successful. And at present, I'm, you know, sorry people who didn't get it, but I'm successful with two pre-orders at the moment. I'm going to cancel one of them because I, I got through Amazon. Yeah. I also got through Curry's, and I had, there's a financial incentive for me to buy with Curry's, let's say. Yeah. Um, but at present, I'm sitting on both of them because I, I still, you know, even though I paid deposits for one of them and the other one, I'm still kind of not 100% convinced that both could play out. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I 100% get what you mean, yeah. I've just got this niggle at the back of me just saying, actually, you know, you're not guaranteed it for no. launch day. Well, I mean, that fucking leads straight into the fiascos, one of the many fiascos surrounding Sony at the minute. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, we'll we'll try and boil the piss of it from from the fucking from the word go, right? So we sat and watched that conference, the PlayStation Five showcase. We sat and watched. Um, at the end of that showcase, it was very clear that yet yeah, pre-orders are going to start tomorrow. So that was the Thursday, I believe, or the Friday. Thursday. So Friday morning. Friday morning. So 8 a.m. Friday morning, pre-orders will start. No, hang on. No, th- no Thursday morning, sorry. Thursday morning. Wednesday show, wasn't it? I'm confused now. Uh, I, yes, anyway. it was. Wednesday yeah. show. Wednesday showcase. So Thursday was the morning of the pre-orders. Aye. So we left that show thinking, right, okay, 8 o'clock a.m., not bad. It's a work day. I'm already going to be up and about and uh, have access to the internet. Champion, fine. I went to bed that night, excited to pre-order my PlayStation 5 at 8 a.m. on the dot the following day. I woke up at 7 a.m. to get ready for work, and I checked Twitter immediately because it's just a nasty habit I've got, Uh, and most of the pre-orders had already sold out by 5 a.m. Because Walmart, being Walmart, and this is the bit that I don't fucking get, there must be some punishment here. Because Sony made a very clear pre-order start at 8am. Walmart then put the fucking, the, the link to that tweet, so the quote tweeted it, so that tweet was actually there. And then they put like cheeky little eye emojis and just like, uh-oh, what's this? And they just went. They just broke, I don't know if you can call it street date, I don't know if we still refer to street dates anymore, but they just Whatever Sony had said, they were like, ah, fuck it, we'll just go now. So Walmart went. So then everybody else was like, well, Walmart's gone. We'll go. Well, everyone's in fucking bed. And, like, those who were working or, like, you know, or have children or whatever, probably already in bed at that point. And everybody who wasn't just, just cleaned out a whole fuckload of pre-orders. Luckily for me, Amazon didn't break. Amazon, they held, and they were like, no, we're not going to go till 9am the following morning. So that's how I managed to secure my PS5. But then, so after that absolute fucking fiasco, Sony, cap in hand, which is very unusual for them. Very, very unusual, yeah. I don't have the tweet to hand. Or maybe I do. Maybe I do. Cause I, did I send that tweet to you? You do, it's in the chat. It's in the chat. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it out of the chat. Uh, yeah, there it's there. Let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologise for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available through the end of the year. Cap in hand for Sony. That That is most unusual. Most unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't end there. So, not long after that, people started to get... Uh, emails from Amazon. Now, this seems to be localised to America as it stands, but I'm not confident that it won't hit us in the UK or other markets. That Amazon were emailing people saying, we cannot guarantee you'll get this on launch day. So, bad bad to worse, really, in my eyes for Sony. Just bad to worse. Uh, A horrible experience from the word go, piss poor organization um i mean xbox managed to do it xbox kept every fucker in check so uh, how did they manage it 
Why did Walmart not be like, oh, it's me, wacky Walmart. Guess what? We're going early again. Xbox clearly had them in fucking, like, towing the line. It's so, all in the communication, though, mate. I mean, Xbox, they, they were frankly, they said it from the start. Now, yeah. fair enough, on the time, on the day, at the time, there's going to be a queue because of the traffic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at least everyone was teed up to expect that this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, at least you kind of knew which queue you were in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, launch, um, pre-orders will be happening on this date, you know. And I think Sony tried to play the game a little bit, saying, right, we've released prices now. You know, I, I, Microsoft went first with that. But now we'll release prices and pre-orders straight away. And because they, I, I don't think Sony had even had good communication with the retailers at that point. No. The retailers were like, what the fuck? And yeah. Then, um, <laughs> you're doing what so they're all just like yeah we want to get on board with this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and all it takes is one memo to be a misprint or misinterpreted Mm -hmm. you know what i mean could look like an eight depending on how shitty someone's printer is yeah that's gonna be walmart defense i 100 percent but um it's all in the communication you know what i mean so xbox you know Sony, to some respect, thought if we jump the gate here, we've got one up on Xbox in terms of pre-orders, and we'll get people pre-ordering first. Mm-hmm. But um, Xbox stuck to the guns, and, and and what we'll talk about later on, I'm pretty sure that was lined up for something else in the news. Jesus Christ! I re- I were referring to the greatest mic drop in fucking history. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> a little bit. The most expensive mic drop in possibly ever. Yeah, I think we can rechristen it now. The Microsoft drop. The Microsoft <laughs> drop. Box X. <laughs> <laughs> the Microsoft drop Series X. The um. So I, like I say, I've got my PS5 pre-order. I've got my Xbox pre-order, both through Amazon. I am not confident that I'll get either on launch day at this point. Uh. It, it, Sony made it very clear that the United Kingdom is no longer classed as a fucking primary market. Yeah, it's, it's yeah but if it's interesting though, so from um, this sense, you know, we actually got the pre-orders first. For? Xbox a bit, didn't we? Or was it the other? I can't remember anyway. Maybe that's why Walmart went early. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. But uh, yeah, just a fucking absolute clusterfuck. And I mean... If we stick on Sony for a minute, right? Let's just try and let's try and pick a couple of other little issues that Sony have had this week. So Sony have gone from the company that were, we believe in generations. We will have these titles, these PS5 titles that you won't be able to play anywhere else because we believe in generations. They've gone from that company to a company who fucked the pre-order launch. Uh, with poor communication uh, and now it's come out that not only do they not believe in generations but they're actually pissing all over generations because they're doing exactly what all the fucking Sony fanboys criticised Xbox for and they've just said yeah you know um, all of these massive games that we said were coming yeah they're all, they're all pretty much for the, the lion's share of them are going to get releases on PS4 and I, hey, I can understand why. PS4, the user base for the PS4, is fucking astronomical. Why would you not want to say, all right, we've got that many of these in the wild. 
We know we might have a little bit of a part shortage. We might not be able to ramp up to the demand we want to get out in the early years of, of the next generation console. Let's just, we've got the players there. Let's keep them here. Let's keep them in our ecosystem. Let's release these games on the PS4. Let's release a dumbed down version of that. No issue with that. That's what Xbox has done. Xbox have been very clear about that from the fucking word go that you will be able to play these on any Xbox. You will get a varying degree of quality depending on the console you play it on, but it'll be playable across the full family. Sony leaned into their We Believe in Generations bullshit, and now who looks a cunt? Huh? <laughs> well, here's the other thing. like, like Xbox have been clear about their... Um... What's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, smart delivery. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they've been clear with the third parties who are offering smart delivery. Yeah. That message is a lot more murkier with Sony. Mm-hmm. A in lot. Terms of, in terms of things. It looks like, also in general, that you know there's going to be less of those kind of upgraded games. So you, if you want the PS5 version, you will be paying another 60, 70 quid mm-hmm. for that. Let's say 60. And... Uh, it, the, even the backlash with their um, PlayStation Plus stuff, you know, with, Sony, with with Microsoft coming out with all the first-party games, will be on Game Pass. You would have thought uh, Sony would have had a better answer to that, apart from classic titles. Mm-hmm. And that's not there. So it's no. it's clearly just like you know, yeah. And even the kick of the day, I've just read, you know, the um, remastered version of PS of um, Sony of Spider-Man. Yeah. The PS4 won't work. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. I was just. I was just going to lead into that one. Actually, Marvel Spider-Man on PS5 won't have physical release, and yeah, saves won't re- saves won't transfer from PS4 to PS5. <laughs> so, shit. What? What? What's? What's happening here? What are we doing here? What is this? What is this? <laughs> Fucking. Um, is this? Is this hubris? Is this? Hubris yeah. once again is this Sony being Sony once again. I mean, yeah, I mean, talk about like it couldn't it couldn't be looking worse for Sony, right? Microsoft couldn't be looking better at that point because they have been strong on the messaging. Now I want to get this out there. I want to get this out there for anybody who thinks that I'm just shitting all over Sony because I'm a Microsoft fucking Xbox fucking fanboy or Xbot or whatever they want to be called. I have no horse in this race. I have just told you I've pre-ordered both. I love gaming. I don't love PlayStation. I don't love Xbox. I love gaming. I I game on the Switch. I play Valorant on a PC. I've got PlayStations. I've got Xboxes. I'm just addicted to to the games in my position as a man who plays everything I am comfortable saying Sony have fucked this and Xbox from the start have been clearer on the messaging have be, have stayed true to the actual gamer not the fucking not like the uh, I don't know that they've, they've brought all these quality of life game pass game pass that's the fucking absolute linchpin in the whole Xbox ecosystem, Game Pass, that's gonna win them the generation right there. Sony yeah, the... fucking it everywhere possible at the minute. But I mean, let's look at it this way, right? Brand power is huge for Sony. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just the 
the, the sheer longevity of it, okay? If there's one thing that Xbox haven't managed to get in the thing of like Xbox One, Xbox Two, Xbox Three. Yeah. And obviously if they'd done that, they would always been a number behind PlayStation. Yeah, they would. They so would. so they, they were never gonna go down that route. But because that that's what Sony's got going for it, PlayStation Five, lovely continuity to it. Yeah. Going. What your friends have got and historically played before. Or what console you're getting, particularly for the casuals, let's say what you're getting or getting this, or then I'll get this. So yeah. That, so I think I think the brand power will carry it through. Hundred percent. However, I I really hope because of all the effort Xbox did and on the messaging that that um that shortens that gap between the two. I genuinely, I hundred percent think it's going to. I think, I think Microsoft have have positioned themselves to perform incredibly well and let's get one thing perfectly fucking straight however much the ps4 can be classed as the dominant leader of the previous gen or the gen we're still currently in xbox haven't had a bad gen <laughs> like yeah the we've said this time and time again their exclusive catalog is is pretty fucking weak but they haven't had a bad gen at all they've sold they started, great numbers they most powerful yeah exactly mate from from shitty beginnings to where they are now they've had a phenomenal gen but I think the position the self now and Sony's again I don't know if I want to call it I will I'll call it hubris again Sony's hubris may come back to bite them here I've got I work with people who are casuals who sat this morning with me and went I'm ordering the Xbox I'm not getting a PlayStation because I can get the Xbox I can get the, the One S cheaper the sorry the series s cheaper and i can fucking get game pass i get all these fucking games that mm. at, at the point of deciding we now know ea play is going to be part of game pass and the big fucking news of the week the absolute like when i tell you that this is industry history that is not Hyperbolov. Let's play Hyperbolov. Microsoft acquiring Bethesda, Johnny. I know. When you sent when you tweet it sent me that tweet, I was like, what what's this? What what is this? <laughs> like we talked about Sony. Earlier we said Sony came out and they're like, right, Microsoft have had a leak and have now had to show their pricing. Now we have a presentation that, in fairness, was a very it was a very good presentation. Uh, and then we drop our pricing. There you go. We had the last word in it. Our pre-orders start tomorrow. And then they all sit back in the leather chairs around a giant marble table and just... <laughs> well done boys we really handed it to those xbox guys and then it's just like <clears throat> one more thing the biggest fucking news in the game that the game industry's possibly ever seen seven point something billion dollar acquisition of, from microsoft buying bethesda zenimax yeah, by, and bethesda by zenimax media media Holy fuck. The very implications of this, right? I tweeted almost immediately. Imagine booting up your timed PlayStation 5 exclusive death loop and the opening fucking thing that you see is 
the Xbox Game Studios logo. <laughs> because it is. Because it's Xbox Game Studios now. It's part of the Xbox Game Studio family. Holy fuck. Like the the ramifications are just start to ripple out for it, you know what I mean? It's like like what was it? How many how many times more that that Microsoft paid for Mike Minecraft? Uh like I can't remember. Don't know off the but top like, of my head. But, but to be honest, when you look at what Minecraft is, mm-hmm. by what it is, fair enough, it's huge, community, whatever, driven, but like the actual, I would say the tech and actual, you know, the details behind this one, you're getting so much more. Yeah. Oh, I. You know, the brands that they have bought, the Jesus franchises Christ. that they have bought. The IPs. And, <sighs> and things that have made their name on PlayStation as well, in certain, in certain things. Like, he's so... Here's where we're at now. Microsoft own Bethesda. It's part of the Microsoft Game Studios family. Now we have to ask the question. Timed exclusivity of all Bethesda titles, including Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield, any future Fallout releases, uh, Wolfenstein, Doom, Prey, Dishonored. Not only are we thinking future releases with timed exclusivity, all future releases, date and date on Game Pass. Yeah. All current releases, Game Pass. Game Pass. They're not going anywhere. They're not third party anymore. Game Pass. They're on Game Pass. Here's the thing, fair enough. The, the current timed exclusives, Deathloop, whatever, on PlayStation 5. Yeah. Right? There's probably a contract signed to that. It's probably difficult to, for things like that to disappear. Yeah. Okay? But why are we talking timed exclusives for, the, 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 for like Fallout and Elder Scrolls after this? Fuck that. Exclusives. But, see, my argument of that is Microsoft, Phil Spencer has said that, like, it, it, there is no. There is no console war anymore. Like, fair, fair enough. They it, operate it, it, in that space. And what Phil Spencer's ethos is, is I want to bring great games to everybody. Absolutely. And he's going to win the win the crowd with that. But you 100%. Know, at the end of the day, he's a businessman. You know what I mean? And but, I can agree with Target yeah, exclusives. He's a businessman. But... Look at the Minecraft argument. How much money has Minecraft made? Because you can play Minecraft on a PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, mobile devices, iOS, mobile devices, Google Play, Android, the toaster, the duvet, in your car, on a brick. <laughs> All of these things like you can play Minecraft on. It is available on across the board. Like, How much more money have they made because of that? You're so right, I would That's say... Good. Timed exclusivity is the boon because because then it's almost like ah alright I've had it for a couple of months can I you can have it now yeah all of my people have already played this there you can you can have it you can have it now there you can it's fine is is the other thing though if if you can also use this to leverage let's forget about Xbox versus PlayStation Five like you said mm-hmm. a little bit. But if this is used also in leverage to, like, say, eventually, if X Cloud can be on an Apple, you know what I mean? You Which, can play this. On, 
you can play this on everything but a PlayStation 5, <laughs> potentially. 100%. 100%. Like, oh, God. Fucking hell. What an absolute boom. Like, the ramifications of this will be felt long into the future. And You look at the best sellers there in terms of Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Um, Wolfenstein's had a good resurgence. Doom. Um, Doom. I mean, even, like that was the other thing that was on like the BBC. You know, um, John Carmack. Mm-hmm. You know, great. I think Microsoft has been a good parent company for gaming IPs, and they don't have a grudge against me. So maybe I'll be able to re-engage with some of my old old titles. Yeah. Like, oh. bringing back legendary John Carmack into the fucking Doom scene again. Fucking I, honestly, I can't. I can't quite fathom or wrap my head around how fucking huge this news is for gamers for especially for xbox gamers like you've got to ask the question is this is this news gonna pull somebody off the fence because if you're sitting on the fence because you play fifa and call of duty every year you might not even know what a skyrim is do you know what i mean but for the people who are playstation and it's coming to that point where they're like Ah, Game Pass seems like a really fucking good deal. I don't know. I mean, PlayStation say they've got all these exclusives, but so far, uh, Spider-Man PS5 isn't getting a physical release. I can't transfer my save data over. All these games that are coming out for the PlayStation 5, like the killers that I want to play, like Horizon, like God of War, all these, they're going to come out on the PlayStation 4 anyway. Uh, how How about I pay for an actual, on paper, a more powerful console in the Series X, but I get Game Pass with a, like, with a fucking absolute killer library. Yeah. I mean, and that that was the first message of this, wasn't it? The, no, it was, they were very quick to say part and parcel that we're part of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, if there's one thing I really wanted to play the other day, was Skyrim before all this. And it's just been absent from Game Pass. Yeah, not anymore. Nope. Not anymore. And like, like I say, you know, the timing of this, like the day before, pre-ordered it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's not a coincidence. No, <laughs> it's not no. a coincidence. Literally, the and this isn't fucking hyperbole again. This is not more hyperbole. Off. The only thing. Sony could do to top this is to come out tomorrow and say Sony have now uh, acquired Rockstar for yeah. 9.4 billion. Yeah. That's the only news that tops this. EA Play is already part of Game Pass. That deal's already done. Who else Who else are you going to go for? There's fucking no way anybody's buying Activision. Not a chance. Not a chance. Or, or Rockstar. Well, Rockstar is the only one that that would like because Activision's a publishing house. Rockstar make oh. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Activision make Call of Duty. Blah blah blah. It's Activision Blizzard anyway. So they've got all these killer fucking IPs. They exist, uh, arguably on the same level. It's like a Microsoft or a Sony because of what they've actually got in their in their catalogue, in their locker. But like Rockstar 
I think I mean that one by take two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Rockstar, like, even if you take Red Dead Redemption out of it, Grand Theft Auto is in arguably in the top three games of all time uh, on a on a franchise level. Yeah, Mario, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, super Lucky's Tale. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> what what else could you put in there? Call of Duty, probably. Call of Duty. FIFA. Of Duty. FIFA. Madden. Like, they're probably the top five game franchises of all time. If I've blatantly missed one, uh, shout out on on socials, by the way. But yeah, that just I fucking salute Phil Spencer and the the whole Microsoft Xbox team. Um, I think Sony's in for a brilliant fucking generation. Don't get us wrong. I think the PlayStation 5 looks like a hell of a machine. They've got some amazing, amazing exclusives. Horizon, God of War, uh, Spider-Man, uh, fucking, I don't know. What what else they got? Days Gone, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima. They've got an incredible first-party catalogue of about six to ten titles. They've also fucked up big time on the messaging. Microsoft have 10 to 12 studios in their first party who uh, are yet, a lot of whom, who are yet to put out anything of like real AAA merit, but that's not to say they're not putting out good games. Because if you look at the likes of Sea of Thieves, for example, Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass, so you, it's not earning a great deal of money on, on Xbox because you've got to bear in mind there's like 15 million active subscribers to Game Pass. I'll fact check that by the way. Uh, it's gone up like 50% though recently. Yeah, but Sea of Thieves is also consistently in the top 10 or 20 on Steam, so it's still selling on Steam. It's available on Game Pass for PC. And it's still selling on Steam. These studios have got are making very fucking successful games. Are they God of War? No. They're not. Are they The Last of Us? No. But The Last of Us is a 30 hour campaign. How many hours is people putting it on Sea of Thieves? <laughs> you know what I mean? These are the questions that we need to start asking. And then on top of that, Microsoft now own the entire Bethesda library. It's another, another huge studio. That sits alongside the likes of fucking Rare and, and, and other studios like that in the Microsoft Game Studios banner. Like, I, I say again, I do not have a horse in this race. And from my position as impartial, I can clearly see what the better fucking, what the better option is here. That's just my opinion anyway. Feel free to try and change my mind, Johnny, but fuck now. No, I, I think there's a reason why I, went, I, I pre-ordered a Series X. Mm. I mean, I've, I've predominantly have always been a PlayStation person. Yeah. I've always said the online kind of and the marketplace and the usability of an Xbox, Microsoft has always been better. Their service has always been better. Mm-hmm. But you paid for it. Yeah. What you used to, like when you didn't use to pay for PlayStation One. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm just. I think I've, I've backed my horse in this. 
for what I want. I mean, and let's not forget, you know, all we've had to look at is specs and stuff, and when we, we hopefully we're going to see a lot more tech demos, and hopefully when we get hold of the things now, and the and the better looking games are going to be mid to the end of the gen. That's always the case. Yeah. And that's what excites me. What is the what is the swan song of this Series X going to look like? Fuck me. But, um, I, I don't even know. I don't even know if we're going to have generations as we know maybe, it. Maybe not. But let's not forget, on paper, on the facts that we know, the Xbox is the more powerful console. Mm-hmm. And like you know, I don't you know. Yeah. Fanboy can argue whichever way you want, but if you want to talk whichever descriptor you use a little bit it's the more powerful console now how you utilize that power with the, the software is fair game yeah in the meantime when you're all you're looking is, is um i'm a tech guy and when i'm comparing things you know i have to look at facts and figures in front of me and yeah the facts and figures are the series x is the more powerful machine yeah on paper yeah so that's wrong it as well yeah yeah fucking unbelievable what a week what a week i, I I really want to know how the Series S sells, though. I'm really interested because. Well, that's that's the other sense. thing. That's the other thing. We're talking about the Series S, so we're seeing uh, Xbox have got two very different models here. You've got a very high-end machine in the X, and you've got a digital-only, less powerful machine, but will still give you an entry-level next-gen experience in the S for far cheaper. Mm-hmm. PlayStation touted that their two models were both very high-end machines but the only difference is one of them didn't have a disk drive it's the same architecture one of them didn't have a disk drive there's already stories that are readily available that nobody could get hold of a digital um ps5 really really (laughs) like the amount of digital ps5s that were made available was so fucking minuscule you have to start to ask the question did Sony even want to sell this or was this just we need to look like we're winning even if we if we produce a thousand of these fucking digital only units and that's it we can still tell people we produced it do you know what I mean so again more more fucking shade from Sony I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. No, because the, the thing I, I no, everyone's going to want the next generation console, right? And let, let's let's forget about power for the time being. But what the S will give you is responsiveness. Yeah. And the same accessibility. And not everyone has a 4K TV. True. Okay. Even now, towards the end of the thing, no, they're they're cheaper, they're more readily available, but not everyone has one. No. And not everyone wants to play on one. You know what I mean? No. No, you've talked about streaming and things like that on a smaller uh, monitor. You know what I mean? It's all about responsiveness at the end of the yeah. day and how. It like I've forward. got the I've got the 4K TV downstairs, uh, and yeah, it looks fucking superb. I love playing games on it because it looks superb. But in the studio where I stream from on a PlayStation 4, just to really hit home that I'm not an Xbox fanboy. I stream on a PS4. The I stream on a HD monitor. That's a Pro. That's a PS4 Pro. But Twitch doesn't output in 4K. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, 
I'm playing. Here's the th- I'm I'm yeah. I'm still fucking enjoying the game. It just doesn't look as pretty as it does on a 4K telly when I'm playing it in 1080p. And if you give me a solid 60 frames a second at 1080p, I can't honestly tell you I wouldn't say, all right, then I'll save some money and not get a 4K because 60 frames, 1080, still looks buttery smooth. Absolutely. Smooth gameplay. Mm. You know what I mean? Because these days, you know, the actual... The TV you choose to watch it on can make a mighty difference, mm-hmm. even if it's four, comparing two 4K TVs. You know, depending which technology the the TV companies back. I tell you what, I fucking hate. I tell you what, I fucking hate. I bought my 4K TV right, and my dad came round, and my brother-in-law came round, and they saw that 4K television. They were like, "Oh, it's really fucking nice that." And then my dad and my brother-in-law were like, oh, "I think I'm gonna get a 4K telly." And their pair of the bastards, their pair of the bastards, went out and bought one. That was better than mine. And their 4K televisions look even better than my 4K television. And the real kicker is, they only paid £100 more than I did. And yeah. I hate and, them. And do you know the other kicker is, probably? How much 4K stuff do they actually really watch? Oh, fucking nout. <laughs> nout. My dad watches, like, fucking CSI from the early 2000s on repeat. It's on like... the Universal Channel, which is already cinematized. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, and the other thing about 4K tellies is, I don't know how many people actually know this, if you have a 4K television and you haven't gone in on your settings and activated each one of your HDMI ports to be a 4K port, every 4K television ships with the ports deactivated. So your mm-hmm. 4K telly, unless you've physically gone in and activated it, is just playing at 1080 anyway. So there's, yep. there's a little snippet... If you've got a 4K telly and you're listening to this and you're thinking, what the fucking hell is he talking about? I'd get on Google because you probably aren't even seeing in 4K right now. Tony, have we got anything else? Because this, this show's f- literally melted my mind. No, that was it. I think, I thought, I, like I said, two huge items for lots, lots of ramifications in there. So, so many subtopics in what what's actually happened here. I can't even... Do I want to have a quick check of the dirt sheets while, while we're trying to fucking process what's actually gone on here? Uh, for well, the, what's the Twitterverse going up? So I knew there was, like, there seemed to be still people trying to get Xboxes and stuff. But it sounds like the turn up, turnout for Xbox pre-orders has been good as well. So. For the most part, it looks as though a lot of people still don't have them. Can you still get them at the Xbox website? Four hours ago, uh, Destin Legary from... Um, IGN Xbox pre-order thing did not go smooth at all all websites broke at the same time um, you've got a picture of a queue there with 13,000 people still in it <laughs> Jesus Christ oh, you've, got, you've got to love the internet eBay <laughs> $99,500 for a Playstation 5 Fuck off. scalpers absolute fucking scalpers I'm sitting on a spare Xbox at the moment I'll think about what I'll sell that for but <laughs> Because I can't afford to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks as though the, the, the dirt sheets are still very much... Uh, and I don't... Uh, this Both Xbox and Sony, you could argue this same thing for. Retailers not being ready and fucking pre-orders up by A, going too early and selling out before the thing's even supposed to be released on pre-order. Or websites crashing... 
and people sitting in 13,000 people queues. Is that that Microsoft and Sony's fault? Can we really blame them for that? The the queues for the retailers, no. I don't think so, because particularly with Microsoft's point of view, they've told them when it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously they've got whatever allocated stock that they have that they can sell, and it's how they decide to sell that stock. Yeah. But, so it, it's the customers. They, you know, if they want people to come back and buy more stuff from them, you know, they want. I tried with game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I used to work there. I'm a the old employee. I know how hard it is when you're competing with supermarkets on stuff. Yeah. Even harder when you're competing online with stuff. So you know, what you were talking about in terms of digital stores, you know, the the retailers are the lifeline. They have to sell the hardware. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was fully committed to saying right you know it helps the local economy as well moves people jobs there yeah you know i'll you know try and pre-order and pick up in store if i can you know what i mean things like that but and that's that's coming from a former game employee exactly and it didn't happen that way you know what i mean i ended up going somewhere else i tried i tried you know it was the first i was in the queue and it said 13 minutes right half an hour later (laughs) it's still saying 13 minutes yeah no it's it's like you won't be forgiven for that too many times. Mm-mm. From Sony's point of view, the communication with the retailers wasn't there in the first place. It sounds like so. Therefore, I think a lot of the blame can lie there. Yeah. You no. Know, will they have been ready either way? Probably not, given what we've seen here. But no. Still, no. still you've got to give them a chance. I'll tell you who was ready and who's been fucking very silent about it. Amazon. Amazon haven't said a fucking paper. They just went, yeah, we'll go. PlayStation 5, yeah, we're going at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock on the day where you're supposed to release. That's where we're going. Bang. They went. They sold out incredibly quick, but the website was it ran impeccably. No exactly. queue, yeah. no fucking waiting time. It just it was available, and then it wasn't because they just sold out quick. Xbox this morning, 8 o'clock. I was there on Amazon. Uh, it didn't go live until about 10 past. But when it went live, it just went pop, banner, there, Xbox, the the future game and Xbox Series X. Clicked it, scrolled at the bottom of the page, which is a load of bump about it, and it just went add to cart. Clicked add to cart, clicked checkout, done. You see, I, I clicked add to cart a few times there, and I was on from about 8 o'clock, and it just wouldn't fill my, the, the, the basket. But it just must have been timed blocks i think yeah so but yeah you're right it was click click all your details are there click click done so i mean for a for an evil fucking mega corporation the website doesn't bloody run off well does it (laughs) for a for an absolute greedy megalomaniac like jeff bezos bloody hell that website's a bit all right that website's a bit of all right yeah adapt or die (laughs) yeah Literally, Amazon have got no qualms if they put everybody out of business because their shit just works. Like That should be Amazon's new thing. Amazon Prime, our shit just works. Yeah. I, I, for Gamer's point of view, and I, you know, like I say, I used to work there, but it was very much based on footfall. Yeah. You know, and the people going into the store to buy stuff. Getting they're the, online, getting the actual physical and... traffic into yeah. the shop. There was never any link up with their online entity and their shop no. entity. It was completely separate. So it'd be interesting to see if there was actually a queue outside the stores 
this morning. I've seen videos from Game Sunderland, uh, and there's there's a, there was queues. There was there was queues, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. It's that it's then, these it's these small windows that literally can keep that retail shop open for six months. Yeah, and that's the old school gamers, you know, who are just used to doing things a certain way. If it wasn't for this fucking COVID lockdown, mate, all of my pre-orders in the past have been get out there, give them a tenner, and then I rock up to a midnight launch. Uh huh. And these three things, these three things, of celebration, like the the PSP launch. Yeah. Was one of the best things ever. I mean, granted, the PSP could have been better, but the actual launch was amazing. Whoa, 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 whoa! PSP could have been better. Wash your mouth out. Wash your mouth out, sir. UMDs, UMDs could have been better. Wash your <laughs> mouth out. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> hell! Right, Johnny, have we got anything else we need to talk about here? Nope, I think we're done and dusted. I know for a fact I'm done. I need to go melt in a corner somewhere, and then take some time to just put myself back together. Like the T-1000 after a nitrogen fucking grenade launcher blast. Just need to put myself back together because what a week it's been. I think time will tell, obviously, if we actually do get either of these on launch day. Uh, will we start to see our uh, our emails dropping in a little bit later than maybe America got? And just saying, look, you might not get these. I know you've, you've probably seen this floating around already, but you might not actually get these on launch day. Will, will that happen? We don't know. What we need to figure out now is what games are we buying on what platform? Well, it's more of a debacle for you than me. <laughs> that is that is true. I think, obviously, for me, the only games I need to buy on PS5 are Black Ops, because everybody else will still be playing Black Ops on PS4. It is wasn't going to be free again, because that, that solves it for me. <laughs> That's it. I'd imagine it's just, it's just Warzone, but Warzone will get another fucking 50 gig update. So you'll be you'll be fine, providing you've got the space. But Miles Morales, Demon Souls, uh, Black Ops for PS Five, and then Valhalla, Cyberpunk, Watch Dogs for Xbox. He he's he's one I'm throwing into you. Are you still considering Squadrons? Yes. Yes, I am. And Squadrons was always going to be a PS4 for me because of the full VR integration. Okay, that's interesting. But I, when I moved house, I packed my VR headset up very safely so I knew it wouldn't get damaged. But I've packed it up so safely, I can't remember where I've put it. <laughs> it's really safe. Wherever it is, I know it's safe. It's somewhere in this house. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the lost ark is going to be unearthed in like centuries time a future indiana jones is going to try and fucking steal it with a bag of sand right johnny will wrap that up there eh? sounds good boys and girls this has been another episode of franchise buys games the second best game and podcast on the planet at this point uncontested if you've enjoyed what's happened today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. Spread the word. Spread the word of the good ship franchise buys games because without your patronage, we are but two men with over 60 years gaming experience between them and a hearty passion for the industry sitting talking to each other while we record it. 
we are available on the socials. Just search for the franchise on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. P H R A N C H I Z E. Uh, if you've got anything for Nice Guy Johnny, you can get you can get in touch with him via me. I will uh, redact anything I don't like from your comments before I pass them to Nice Guy Johnny. Uh, stream on Twitch normally, unless I'm fucking ripping the house apart. Stream on Twitch every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. Nice Guy Johnny is often there. Uh, and until next time, laters. Say bye, Johnny. Adios. <laughs>